1: you're always thirsty because you've lost that inner compass, that inner guiding force that is coming from your Akashic field, the highest realm coming through that energetic line within you, guiding you. And those messages are small and subtle, just like drops of water. So every single person is channeling and every person channels is connecting into that line.
0: Now let the magic begin. hello and jaima jaima it's raquel and i am really excited to have today's guest on for the second time the highly requested ashley wood the creator of align within where today you know we're gonna continue expanding on our souls library the akashic records and connecting with all of our lines within, our selenite wands within, that connects us with universal forces, (laughs) universal guidance, truth, star wisdom. I mean, why would we not want to expand our consciousness, expand our souls, while we're also in this physical form? And if you listened to part one, which took place October 28th, 2019, then you know, That Ashley is not only a powerful channel with very strong gifts, but also reignites that within ourselves just simply by sharing this universal wisdom from higher realms. The realms that she connects with, it seems, on a daily basis because she she activates her line within her selenite wand and is sharing this energetic frequency with all of us teaching us how to activate our lines within. And so in this episode, we expand on the Akashic Records and she answers many of your questions that you sent in on my Instagram story, which thank you so much for doing so. We got to as many questions as possible in our time frame and we just honestly had a really fun time. She indeed is following her dharma, her purpose and inspires me to deepen my connection with higher realms and trust all the wisdom that comes within. And I know that you are going to receive many pings and messages as you listen to the beautiful wisdom that streams through her. (laughs) And if you're curious more about Ashley, indeed go to alignwithin.com and she spells it A-L-N within, which I'm all about her branding. I mean... It's so cute. She's on top of it. Her Instagram page is full of great quotes, too. I mean, hi, I like this. Bathe in the glow of the moonlight and allow the energy to wash over you. Surrender and let go. All right, I am doing that. Well, not tonight because, I mean, it's still new moon season and it's a little dim, but you know what? I can bathe in the glow of of the stars and allow their energy to wash over me <laughs> she reminds us to do these little things daily and I love that I love her I love her she feels like a big sister which is crazy I haven't even met her in person yet but I feel like I have so apparently we probably just have in past lifetimes but I feel like I have met her in this lifetime I don't know maybe we've breathed the same air for a moment and didn't even realize it but she feels very familiar very much like a sister. We're all in this together. Q High School Musical. <laughs> oh dear. All right. Well, also, thank you so much to the Yomis who have been reviewing. I always want to shout out three a week. And if you feel like reviewing, feel free to leave your Instagram handle so I can shout out your Instagram handle or not. You can just also leave your name or. I can see your podcast username, so, but I want to say thank you to Shelly9401, Nisia17, and Steph Wagner. Thank you guys so much, so, so much for your reviews, which, I mean, do I even have to say how much it means to me? It's obvious. It means the world, and so, thank you. Thank you. Um, I am considering, and I would like your guys' thoughts on this. Instead of having an intro, I will just share my thoughts, reveal my thoughts on the episode in the outros. So that way you turn on the podcast, we enter right into the episode, I can just have an icebreaker with the guests, whether I know them well or not, and share who they are in front of them, and then that way you are introduced to who they are, give them their introduction, their resume, yada yada, in their presence, and then outro time I can recap, share my thoughts, my feelings, perhaps if I've had any other experiences, you know, after an episode, I'll be like, man, this would be really cool to share, but I can't give it away because they haven't heard it yet. (laughs) So I'm thinking about doing that instead and keeping everything short. So new people that come in, they don't have to listen to me ramble. They can if they want to in the end. And if they don't want to, that's fine. And if you don't want to, that's fine. But my ramblings can just be in the end instead of making people feel like they have to listen to in the beginning in order to get to the gold wisdom of the guests. (laughs) All right. Well, anyways, speaking of gold wisdom, I think it is time. (laughs) I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Ashley Wood. At my phone to gather some of the questions, but um, yeah, I'm staring out at the window as well. And there's a ginormous orange tree, which has the ripest, most delicious dark oranges. I just wish I could send you some because wow. they are so good. They're just right outside my window here. So they're organic and it's ugh, amazing. Oh,
1: yummy. Where are you in California?
0: I'm in Palm desert right now.
1: Oh my goodness. I just booked a trip to <gasps> Palm Springs or Palm Desert, wherever.
0: Are you kidding me? Okay, well. Are you going to be there? Um. Well, now I'm going to have to make sure that I'm here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Yay. I definitely will be driving up between LA and here back and forth. I stay here sometimes because it's so grounding. The atmosphere, there's actually yes. a vortex here and yes. if you'll feel it, it's extremely relaxing. Oh, it's our Um,
1: fourth winter going. And it's on our list of things that we want to do is to buy a home there because (gasps) we've come four winters in a row. And last winter, like we've stayed between a week to two weeks. This time we're staying a week, but we're just like, we just gravitate towards it. It's just, it's so healing. It's- We were going to go to L.A. as well, and I was going to do some work things. And I'm like, no, like, no, you can't compare the energy of Palm Springs, Palm Desert, like. Oh, no. And all around there, like, it's just so relaxing.
0: Yes. And. Trust me. I think it's so beautiful out of the balance of LA and Palm Desert because I know LA mm-hmm. does have that excitement for work and um so many mm-hmm. amazing souls that are there that want to mm-hmm. do so much and create so much. And that's amazing to be around, but I have major chills right now because you're going to be here and you're right. This is the energy. Like, If you want to have that space to simply relax. There's a reason why people come here to retire. There's something about the atmosphere here. My dad and I just think it, you know, it's otherworldly because every single person we know that just comes here, unless it's, you know, an atmosphere like Coachella for a moment, the second you come here, you can't help but just want to relax, but also listen a lot within and you receive so much clarity. I've been able to ground so much here.
1: It's been
0: amazing.
1: <laughs> every time we've been there, we've had major, major breakthroughs. And yeah, it's just, it's a very, very, very special place. And I love LA too. I I definitely love LA. We went every two to three months in 2019 to LA for like work stuff. And we thought we were going to move there. And I meant just for this trip. I didn't want to do all the driving and the it it's it just everything there takes a lot longer because it's a bigger city. So of course it's gonna take a lot longer. Whereas Palm Springs, you like to set up shop and I know. Go to Whole Foods, go by the pool, <laughs> go for a walk. Like it's just so chill. I
0: know. And you know what? After this call, I'm gonna go down to the pool and lay out for a little bit, I think. Well, there you go. That's where <laughs> my dad and I go meditate. He says that's his way of meditating. I love it. It's so but it's actually yes. nice and it's so true. You just lay there and you allow yourself to get kissed by the sun and you kind of just allow a moment of blank space and silence in the mind, which is so nice.
1: Yeah. And meditation is what you make it like.
0: Exactly.
1: You can meditate while you're walking. You can meditate while you're driving, cooking. So yeah.
0: At least people, even if they're not drawn to meditation and maybe they're drawn to a workout or something, at least what matters most is to like have that time, that space to tune within and allow all the outside distraction and noise to just – dissipate for a while or float away for a while as you Mm -hmm. go within in some way and so for some people maybe that is laying out and tanning maybe that's why they don't realize it they might think it's because they want to get a tan but it's really because they their soul gets a moment of peace and quiet and relaxation Mm. and it's just amazing that there are so many ways that we can do it that we can have that time and space to just Mm -hmm. be able to clear our mind and go within. (laughs) Yeah. It makes me think of the blue zones in the world where like
1: people live past a hundred like centurions and it's the whole lifestyle. Like it's the lifestyle of just being present and not allowing your energy to move from like one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, even though sometimes that's how I thrive. But like yeah, just finding that space in everything that you do, like just being present. And it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. A life practice.
0: It is a life practice. I have to remind Mm -hmm. myself of it constantly, constantly. I mean, because we are all so human and wired a certain way. So it really is always a practice and we can easily fall off if we Mm -hmm. don't continue to honor the practice. And I've had my fair share of both where I'm on it, and I'm off it, and I know what it feels like to feel off it, and I feel off. So, mm-hmm. practicing it in every moment that comes to mind is so key.
1: Mm-hmm. Even those off moments, though, are like such beautiful parts of the journey because yes. there's always a reason why you're off. And I always think like, when people tell me they're like, I don't receive anything through the line. I must be broken. I must be something. I'm like, you're in such a sacred space right now because right now you can be asking yourself, why? Like, why? Yeah. That's such an important part. If it was, if you were on all the time, yeah, you would grow and evolve. But these moments where you say you're off or you're living out of it or you can feel that you're turned off, it's like, well, why? What happened to get to that point? Like, what was in your life? that, that caused you to get to that point? Like how how were you giving your energy away in that you felt that you didn't have enough anymore for yourself? Like what happened? And then really dig there and learn and be like, wow, this was such a teaching moment. I was in it the whole time. I just didn't notice it. Yes. I think that as long as your heart is beating and you're breath is breathing, <laughs> your lungs are breathing and your heart is beating, you are on. Every single person is on. There's just a different degree of on and that's what flows within us.
0: Oh my gosh, feel my heart beating as you were saying that. <laughs> when it comes to being able to just allow yourself that compassion, because some of us, it's not like we can just feel compassionate. We have to actually consciously allow the compassion in and when I say that it's like okay I'm going to recognize that this is part of my experience right now and it's going to help my soul grow it's going to help my spiritual growth in some way so this is happening for me and we have to practice mantras such as that just reminding ourselves simple simply just reminding ourselves we don't even have to get too complicated with it hmm That really just helps ease the mind. It might not fully make you feel better in the situation, but it just allows more ease and grace and Mm -hmm. somehow the grace really does fully become embodied. Mm -hmm.
1: I just did an episode last week about not resisting yourself because even when you're in those moments and you're giving yourself the love and you're giving yourself the compassion and you're like, this is for me, this is for me. We still have a tendency, and I say we because the episode was generally about me um, resisting myself, but we still have this ability of holding on to something that we know we need to let go of to move through it. But we're like, well, okay, I know this is for me. I know this is for me, I, but I'm digging my heels in and I'm not going through this without kicking and screaming. We're like resisting our own energy. However hard a situation is, is only hard because we're making it hard, and that's pretty difficult to swallow because it's like, are you serious? There's like real atrocities going on in the world all the time. But it's like how you place your energy allows you to navigate through things in a degree of calm and ease, whatever that degree is for you. And um, a very simple example of this is I was in a car accident on December the 13th. That's right. Yeah, the first time I was in a car accident with my daughter, um I was going through like this whole spiritual reawakening and really getting in touch with My gifts on an elevated level. But then I was in this car accident, and a month later, I discovered the Akashic Records. So then, when this car accident happened, I was like, there's a gift within this. I don't know what it is, but there's a gift within this. And I went through an emotional roller coaster. I could feel my energy, uh, my frequency heightening, and it got to the point where the energy in my body was so intense that I reached for support in the form of anxiety medicine for the first time in almost a year. And I had a hard time doing that. And I was like, I thought I had come so far. I thought I had come so far. And then I was like, wait a second, like growth is not linear. N- life is not linear. None of this is linear. And in order for me to move through this situation and see it as a gift for myself, I need to give myself the type of energetic support that will that will help me with that. And so receiving this support with love and with kindness for my body and with kindness for my energy, and just knowing that it's something physical that can ground me right now is going to allow me to move through this and past this. And it did. It only it, like two weeks can feel like two years, but it did. And everything evened out and it all smoothed out. But it was because I didn't resist myself and resist my own energy of what I thought it should look like. So in those moments that are like, really, really difficult. This doesn't mean you're taking medicine. This doesn't mean you're seeing a doctor, but whatever the thing is that you've placed a boundary up for yourself of that's help, that's not for me, or that's a support that's not for me, or I can get through this without that. Don't resist yourself. Allow yourself to move through experiences with whatever supports you need and see them as teachers and receive them with love because That's how you can keep the love through even very, very difficult
0: moments. Mm, That's such a beautiful message. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Yomis. So a quick interruption to talk about a sponsor who has been here since day one. So some of you may be very familiar, but I encourage you to continue to listen to this short little ad as You may or may not know the power of HUM nutrition and everything that they provide. I've been receiving lots of messages of how HUM has helped them in some way. A lot of people, it seems like myself, love their gut instinct. It's like, uh, it is a powerful probiotic. It actually has 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and each bottle has 30 vegan capsules for you. So you get your 30-day supply, and it really has helped my gut fight a lot of different issues, especially somebody that does eat a lot of fiber. I realized that um, that did have an impact on my gut in some way, so it's nice to have the proper digestive enzymes and probiotics in there to allow myself to run a little more smoothly, if you know what I'm saying. And then also for those of us who are turning 30 soon or over 30, you know, age just kind of becomes a thing. It's part of this human experience. Well, I also recommend their turning back time as it's just a natural way to provide ourselves with the age-defying skin cell protection supplements that they provide, such as turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium leukotomous as a uv guard i still don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but i'm going with it <laughs> so 20 percent off for the soul tribe still an offer for you when you go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code magic and there's still just so much more i highly recommend that you get a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the perfect supplement for you They find the highest quality ingredients to help a variety of common health issues, such as tummy problems or helping our skin glow, our nails grow for energy, speeding up that metabolism, or maybe those who want a natural sleep formula. I mean, hum, they've got you covered with their gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So there you go. (laughs) Go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC.
1: I was in the records for clients this past week. Like lots of stuff has happened. Yeah, Lots of stuff has happened. But I was in the records for uh, two clients this past week and I could barely open them I was having so much like messages and chatter from the pinnacle saying stop using this prayer it's time for your own like you're you're a leader you're using someone else's prayer let us channel one through for you it's time for your own and I was like not now I'm in a session like just let me use this prayer and open the records this way but this summer like the eclipse when it it's apparently like my eclipse season because it's in Gemini and I don't even, I don't know how to read my chart properly, but my astrologer was like, okay, it's a big summer for you. Um, I know that it's all going to come through this summer, like a new prayer to enter the records with. And from the pinnacle who revealed to me since being on your show that they're Pleiadian and I'm Pleiadian and it's all coming through as Pleiadian wow. um, information. So yeah, lots has happened. Lots has happened. but And there's been lots of unfolding since the car accident, but it was on December the 13th and it was like... The day after the twelve twelve portal, the like December twelfth. Yeah.
0: Just my chills are insane right now, Ashley. <laughs> they really are, oh. especially when you also said that they are Palladian. Because we're, I remember you didn't really have a way to identify them; you just recognize them as the Pinnacle. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just amazing how they are. A collective group of such lovely souls that are also us and they're doing what they can to make sure to get messages across to mm-hmm. save our planet and mm-hmm. save us all so I appreciate that mm-hmm. yeah are you ready to get into some of the questions that you were asked I'm ready I'm ready I'm excited everyone thank you so much for asking questions that's yes it's so fun I just put them up on my story like an hour ago. (laughs) I saw. saw. Okay, good. Okay, good. (laughs) I don't really, I haven't really been spending too much time on Instagram lately and it's been very nice, but at the same time, when I do go on, I would like it to be something where I'm communicating with people in this way, you know, sharing Mm -hmm. questions that they have for others or yada, yada. So I was really excited to go on just for this in particular.
1: I'm going to ask you a question first, if that's okay. Yeah, of
0: course. Your
1: relationship with Instagram has been like up and down and all around. Mm -hmm. Do you kind of just flow with it however you feel or do you feel any type of like attachment of I should use this or is it just kind of like a day by day thing or both? How do you how do you live with it?
0: Yeah, how do you live with Instagram? Right both. So I definitely have seasons, and perhaps it's because of my sign and the moon at the time. that part i'm I'm just kind of starting to see the cyclical pattern um as far as that part is concerned. But what I just notice is as um we all go through ups and downs, mm-hmm. our physical expression, our emotional expression, and and as far as Instagram, it doesn't matter. I realize whether I'm having a high moment, a l- introspective moment, but there are just times where I feel that I don't need to be on there because I'm questioning this. It actually, uh, I had Paul Seligon, gone and he was, it was kind of the catalyst of this when I was talking with the guides he channeled about Instagram and just kind of receiving like a different perspective on it. For some reason, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take some space from this um, just to make sure that I'm always being authentic and true to me and what messages I really care to deliver. There are truly times I just don't want to go on it. Each day, it's not that I intend to not. It's just I just don't because I don't feel like it. I'll I'll open the app for a second. The second I open it, there's something that's just like, no, close this. Okay, so I do. And then I don't really look at it the rest of the day.
1: That's really, really wise of you and brave to follow those messages and to trust and to just to just trust because i feel like with instagram there's always that fear of if i'm not here i'll just like be forgotten or my work will just like like fall away or i'll just be erased by the algorithm <laughs> as in like i'll be i'll go hiding And I practiced that a bit over the past, like it was like two or three weeks. I was barely on it at all, like maybe like one or two posts a week, which is a lot less for me where I usually post like five, five times a week, like once a day. Um, And it felt very freeing. And then I also like I received from the pinnacle that it's like they said, like when you post with intention and an energy behind whatever it is you're putting up it doesn't matter if you only post a little bit because that frequency will be felt by so many more people they said like it's kind of like when a whale is swimming like a whale doesn't ask to be seen the whale is just seen because it creates such a massive vibration in the water because it's so it's such a big animal and so they're like when you when you act like a whale and like put something out with the intention of this is that this these words have a big frequency, and then let it be you don't have to be loud, like you can just be how you wish to be and trust that it will be received,
0: yes, yes, mm-hmm. and I think that that's such a beautiful message that it should be about you know, that true, pure intention. Mm -hmm. And so, especially as I'm evolving, learning more and more about my authentic self, and I just want to always be super honest and just make sure that there should be no expectation, no weight on anything except for just pure intention for whatever message your heart feels that you want to, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, share, share. Mm -hmm. I think that that's beautiful. Thanks for answering. I was curious. Yeah, no, that's, you know, what's interesting is I had this feeling you were going to ask.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: And I was like, you know what? When she does ask, I'm just going to see what comes through (laughs) because it's not a big deal in my life. That's why I don't really think much about my why, but I just know that there is a reason because you're right. It is such a very apparent up and down relationship.
1: Mm -hmm. And I had no intention of asking. I just (laughs) – it just came up as something I must ask. So clearly someone listening needed to hear it. (laughs) Well, It's like before I sat down, I was like, okay, just open me up as like as a conduit for a message that is designed for the highest good, like just work through me. And then whenever I – ask for that. Stuff comes through and comes out that I'm like, I don't know why that's coming out, but I just have to ask that. So there
0: we go. That is so, so funny. I just started doing one on ones with people, which is amazing uh, people that listen to the podcast. And this is my very first experience of, you know, I'll pray before and I'll open myself to being a vessel for whatever message they need to hear because I do that on the podcast, but I did it for these individuals. I'll like say something and this is my very first time experiencing it. I'll say something and I'm like, I don't know where the hell that came from. But apparently this is just coming out of my mouth. But it's, it's, it's as if like, I'm, you know, uh, I don't feel like I'm being channeled by somebody or being uh, directly channeled, but something just kind of spurts out and they'll start crying. And I'm like, okay awesome. I, have, I guess you need to hear I that. have to ask you, why do
1: you not feel like you're channeling? I
0: know I am channeling yeah, in a are. sense. Like I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't feel like I've, I'm channeling directly where they are, where Raquel is kind of in the background watching. I feel fully Raquel. I feel mm-hmm. fully me. Um, but just, you know, I just feel like sharing something out of the blue and, it's, it's wild, it's wild. And I'm like, I have no idea where that came from, and but they're crying. And I'm like, well, okay, great.
1: <laughs> you are receiving messages through the line and every single person on the planet has this happened? Every single person receives messages through the line. And that is channeling. Like you're, you're picking wow. up a message, you're picking up a frequency and you're taking action on it and you're, you're sharing it. That's channeling. Like, yeah, there are many different ways to channel. There are many different ways to play an instrument. There are many different ways to sing. There are many different ways to dance, but you're still channeling. You're still connecting to a message that came through the line and you're sharing it. You're taking action on it. And you're seeing the. Reaction like the cause and effect from the frequency that you received and decided to continue to give.
0: Whew, that's wild! Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, and everybody, everybody channels. Mm-hmm. Everybody, every
1: single person.
0: I know when someone shares a message and they probably don't realize it, but I'm talking to someone, we're hanging out, and they'll. Share something. Um, I usually I don't often say it. Sometimes I might, but they'll share like a very specific message that just really hit home. And I'm like, I don't know if you know this, but uh, <laughs> you indeed just channeled some information that I needed to hear. And so I understand that aspect of it going through. But when it's so specific, it's it's weird. It's weird. Um, and so it's it's just a weird different kind of channeling. Cause I know I channel when I podcast, but this has been a, just a different experience.
1: Yeah. You're serving. So it's going to come through okay. differently. Yeah. You're like, um, you're, you're opening yourself up as a messenger, yeah. which you are you know, as a, like on the podcast you are as well, yeah. but I feel like that's more of a performer. And so like, yes. you're, you're still sharing the information, but it's through like, you're on a stage, but you're going to, your energy is going to be vibrating differently if you're up on a stage than if you're backstage holding someone's hand, having a conversation with them, like the frequency alone. Like if you think just of like, yeah, I just said the the Pleiadians and I work with the Pleiadians who are the pinnacle, who are me, who are (laughs) you most likely. Then we get this like idea in our mind of like, ooh, these aliens. And we like, (laughs) our human minds go into this whole frenzy. But if you just think of it as waves, like as literal like energetic vibrations, like a frequency, your emotions are going to feel different. Your, your frequency, your emotions are your, your energetic communication with the universe and your emotion on a stage is going to feel different than your emotion when you're sitting down next to someone. But you can still feel the same type of frequency, the same type of message. It's just being delivered at a different volume I guess like it's just being delivered differently so
0: wow that makes so much sense yeah oh my you, gosh you're right yeah wow. so it's not weird at all it's completely
1: <laughs> it's completely as it is I was going to say normal but yeah. I don't even like that word it's just completely, I know. it's completely as it is you have your antenna up you're open and you're yeah. like yeah I'm, I'm here allow me to receive and so they're like sure let's work with the situation where is your frequency
0: at we'll, we'll match that <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, in this moment, I am closing my eyes with my palms open as they're placed on my knees. And I just want to say out loud that I, in this moment, and am also open to be used as a vessel to receive as well and align with the frequency that Ashley is on um as we connect and share messages for everyone listening to hear that may be received for them. Thank you. Thank you. I'm
1: drinking this green juice that I can like when I swallow it, I can feel it kind of like behind my jawbone if that makes sense. it like I get like a quench there almost interesting. I, I don't know if it's the pineapple. It's, an, it's such a oh, behind such your a, jaw bone. Yeah. Like, you know, right where the jaw, okay. There's the ear and then yeah. you like put your finger down right where the jaw is about to curve into the chin. Yes. Right there behind it. I can feel like a pinch almost when I drink this juice.
0: Interesting. I've never experienced that, but also I don't know if it's because we have completely different face structures. Like mine, I have a huge muscle, the ma- masseter muscle or whatever, behind my jawbone. So I don't know if I'd be able to. That's so interesting.
1: You're so chiseled.
0: I'm very, so I'm a chiseled person. <laughs> You're
1: defined.
0: <laughs> I'm a Channing Tatum for a woman. Indeed. Looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I've learned to embrace it for sure. Okay. First Question. I was debating on asking this first question just because we've talked about this, but I think it'd be a very great thing to just quickly sum up because Mm -hmm. the way you sum it up is A, quick, but B, super clear. And this one is from uh, Jack Lit, who just simply asked, what does Akashic Record mean?
1: Oh, yeah. That's a perfect question to begin with. So, Yeah, our Akashic record, every single person on the planet has an Akashic record, and an Akashic record is a metaphysical library of everything your soul has ever experienced. So the word Akasha or Akashic means the beginning or the highest realm or the highest place um, in Sanskrit. I believe it's a Sanskrit word. Um, And... I've also read a definition of that it means the place in which your soul was crystallized. So the Akashic field is where your soul is born, essentially. And I even like to think of it as like how a star is born, like when a star appears, like that's like that's how your soul is born in that place. And then your soul is this energy that continues to move through dimensions and experiences and, 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 and human bodies and every single emotion, experience, existence, everything thought that your soul has ever, ever, ever gone through is recorded in this record in your personal akashic record. Of course, these are not actual books. They're it is a field, so you access it through a frequency. Everybody can access it to a certain degree because because it is your own energy. Like it is the history of your energy, the history of your soul. So, that is a very very quick summary of what the Akashic Record is.
0: Perfect, perfect sum up. I'm sure that was super clear as well. And that's really all we need to hear. Kind of think of it as a library of my soul.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a library of your soul. And the thing is, is the way that I work with the records is going to be different than the way that other Akashic Record readers work with the records. Because when I read for other people, as well as when I read for myself, I can see beyond the human existence and the way that I was taught I read half a book and that's basically how I remembered this skill that I was born with I didn't need further instruction but um I was I read that the akashic records only include the history of your human lives but I have seen that to be true and more some because I can see galactic lives. I've yeah. seen animals. I've seen trees. I've seen so many different existences and experiences in different dimensions. So that is how I work with the records for myself and for people I read for, which are very few at this point. Um, but everybody has their own experience in the records.
0: That's so true. And that's beautiful. Do you ever think that Some of us had been the same human or same animal or same tree. As our consciousness evolved, we've kind of like split off, you know, almost like a a pyramid. And people just keep splitting off, splitting off, splitting off. But ultimately, ultimately we're the same consciousness in a tree at some point.
1: (laughs) I've never thought of it that way, but I wouldn't be surprised what I've been seeing a lot in my own work is that our ancestry line and our energetic line I guess like our soul history intertwine and that we have been our physical ancestors and like like we've lived those lives like basically that the past lives like there's two strains of of history but they really intersect and connect and I want to do studies actually where families like siblings take those um DNA tests, like those, those like I don't know what they're called, like those kits where you just have a little blood sample.
0: Yeah, yeah, like 23 and me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I believe that siblings who should have the exact same results, they'd be different because your past lives are going to be showing in there as well. And yeah. I have zero I have nothing to go on other than that this has been channeled through to me and whenever it comes through my eyes just tear up and I'm like that's so real that's so real because I've seen past lives of mine in certain countries that when my brother did this test it all showed up on there and I was like oh wow I like I wonder if I've been you in a past life or you've been me or like like how this anyway I'm not even sure where I'm going with all this but I it's something that I'm thinking about right now and trying to figure out how I can learn more on.
0: That makes a world of sense, by the way. That makes a world of sense. That is wild because a lot of siblings actually do have n- different DNA samplings, and that has made people question the accuracy of these DNA tests. But that would make a world of sense, especially I know that my ancestors come from Scotland. And so when I was there, actually just all over the UK, because I will feel it all over the UK. And when I'm in the UK, I don't know, there is just something there where I just feel like, okay, I'm also home mm-hmm. right now too. And I know that I've had ancestors there, but you know, for sure, I've always wondered that as well. Like my ancestors, was that also me past life? Okay. My chills are rising. All right. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I I always take that as a truth whenever they (laughs) get this massive. (laughs) Truth bumps. Truth bumps, indeed. Oh, this one. Alex Changes the World asks, how do the Akashic Records differ from other forms of channeling?
1: I am going to bring us back to when you were saying that you channel, but when you're doing one-on-ones with people, you didn't exactly think you were channeling. I'm gonna rewind back to that example because the Akashic Records are their own entity. And we'll talk about that in a moment, but we all have this energetic line that is running through us that I talked about a lot on the first episode, but I'll very briefly share. We're receiving messages through this energetic line 24-7, simultaneously, all the time, like all the time that we're moving through our existence from the time that we take our first breath until the time that we transition on, messages are coming through that line. And that line connects to the highest realm, which is the Akashic field. And so the messages you're receiving are for your highest good based on your soul's history, based on your soul evolvement, based on the life that you incarnated to live and all the desires that you have wrapped up within that your lessons your your purpose, your gifts, everything, your experiences, and so the messages that you 're receiving are connected to the akashic field that is feeding you that information, and this is happening for every single person now I have never done channeling in like i I, I just believe that every single person that is channeling is connecting to the line and connecting to that information. you can call. how you're getting it as downloads or intuitive hits or gut feelings or pings or whatever you want to call it, guides, like whatever you want to call it. It's coming through this energetic line, this energetic frequency that is within you that connects to your soul's history. Now, if you're entering into the Akashic Records, that's a different story. That's a different practice. Connecting to the line is like breathing. It's like eating. It's like sleeping. It's like walking. And it's doing so with awareness because with that awareness, you receive. And as you receive, you continue to move. And as you continue to move, you continue to walk down your path. The Pinnacle has shared with me that these messages we receive are like drops of water, like a little water dropper, just dropping, 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 dropping down the line. If you take action on these, drops of water and you continue to move with them and you continue to to flow with them you'll find yourself swimming in an ocean of ease but if you ignore them and ignore these messages and they're usually very very subtle where someone wouldn't think i'm channeling right now or i'm picking up on these frequency i'm picking up on these energetic messages like like clean out your closet or, you know, you should probably really take care of that bill payment this week. It's, you know, for your highest good to not have this debt following you around, or maybe you shouldn't go out tonight to have another drink, or maybe you shouldn't do this, or maybe you should do that. Like we get these messages all the time. And the pinnacle of said, when you ignore them, these little water droplets, you'll find yourself thirsty forever thirsty for more, thirsty for approval, thirsty for acceptance, thirsty for anything. You're always thirsty because you've lost that inner compass, that inner guiding force that is coming from your Akashic field, the highest realm, coming through that energetic line within you, guiding you. And those messages are small and subtle, just like drops of water. So every single person is channeling and every person channels is connecting into that line. Now, the akashic records if you are entering the akashic records by way of the prayer i use the pathway prayer currently that was um, channeled by dr linda howe but as i was shared with in the readings last or this past week on monday they don't want me to use that anymore so i don't know what i'll be using going forward but it is it's a very ritualistic practice in that you say an actual prayer you do a meditation you elevate your frequency to match that of the record which is kind of like instead of listening to an audiobook really really quick that let's say that the the line is an audiobook you're someone's reading it to you you're receiving it it's like really fast on your phone Instead, you're doing this ritual to walk into this like historic, beautiful library that's going to take a little bit more work to move through and to find what it is you're looking for. So when you're entering into the Akashic Records, there's a there's a practice, there's a ritual, there's a, there's a meditation, there's a prayer. And then there are rules and guidelines around what it's like to be in the records as well. Um, you will also find that that is a practice same, similar to the line, but that it's a practice as to building it up and sh- like receiving more and more information, and that every single person will receive differently. But there's a, it's a, it's, they're two different things, two different, um, entities we'll call it in terms of the Akashic records and receiving through the line. And I believe that every single person is channeling through the line when you're in the records. For me, it's a much deeper and um, the experience of channeling is much greater. I literally feel like I'm sitting down at the table with a pinnacle and that they're just working right through me. Whereas when I'm with the line and not in the records, but living and, 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 just going about my life, I can feel those like little droplets of water coming through those little those little messages coming through. Both are channeling just to a different degree.
0: Mm. Is there a place where we can go to see these rituals? And you've talked about them some in uh, part one, I believe, you know, in case someone wants to just like look at it as if it were a bullet point step by step. Is there any place where we can go and see these rituals?
1: We have put together a course called How to Read the Akashic Records. Um, I think it's called By Way of the Pinnacle or With the Pinnacle. And it was completely channeled through me of this is how the pinnacle want you to learn to read the Akashic Records. So everything is in there. As soon as I get a new prayer, I will be redoing that course (laughs) and updating it. Um, But you can check that out. Or if you're interested, you can also read the book. Um, How to Read the Akashic Records by Dr. Linda Howe. That is the book that I read. I only read half of it um, in order for me to to pick up my practice. I put the book down after halfway because I've just received the guidance of this is interfering. You just have to get to work. Like this is clouding your message. Just get to work. So I put it away and started doing it my own way. And now the way that I teach it in that course is my not my own way, but my interpretation of what is channeled through. Um, so I can give you the link to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It will probably be magic. And thank you, by the way. You're welcome. This is from Helene Joanne. Um, and she asks, how is receiving from the line different than our intuition? The
1: exact same thing. Okay. It's just language. They're words. Like, there, it's a human language, a human word, a human label to put to receiving a frequency, connecting to a frequency, a frequency that is already running through you. You're just becoming aware of it. You're remembering it. You're you're receiving it. And so, some people call it intuition. Some people call it gut feelings, pings, messages, downloads, whatever you want to call it. It's the exact same thing. It's the line. Yeah. You're. It's that energetic frequency that you're remembering and receiving. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I like this. This is from Gao Zong Lig. How did Ashley learn to really trust what she was receiving or hearing?
1: This is interesting because I have never had to learn. And I know that that is not a very helpful answer, but I also am going to explain it in a way that I hope it is a helpful answer. I have always been someone to speak my mind and to trust everything I'm receiving. And I don't know if you've ever discussed crystal children or indigo children or rainbow children on this show before. Those are just labels and terms that are given to people who are born highly sensitive and with certain abilities and and gifts and all that. But when I read about being indigo that is me like as a child i could not keep my mouth shut i and even as a young adult i'm like why do i always have to speak up why do i always have to share something why do i like why can't i just let it be anything that came through me i trusted it with such certainty that i actually had to tell someone always like always it's it is who i am to my core now the thing is is we are born in environments that sometimes will keep us quiet for a little bit, but ultimately our parents are our greatest teachers. And that can sting a little bit. I fully understand and can hold space for that and give you love for that. If you are like, my parents were terrible to me, or I come from a really, really unhealthy like situation with my parents. There's a reason why, and your parents are your greatest teachers. And so growing up, like I had a grandmother who I could talk with about all of this, but my mom thought it was super weird and didn't really want to hear it. I was born in just, just like a sliver shy of the bible belt of canada so it's not like it's not like i fit in going to church or anything like i was in a place where i had to really figure out like what is it that is coming through me why am i always different why am i always 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 like the black sheep or the one who sees things differently or the one who has to say something it was apparent by everyone in the room and me as well that i just have something in me that I always have to share. And so the trust wasn't ever something I had to work on. It was more so for me, how do I deliver it? That was something that I have always had to work on and had um, refine as to how do I deliver what is coming through. Do I like scream it from the rooftops? Do I go and like share it with everybody? Like, how do I deliver this? Because there was a time in my life that everything that came through was coming through with such passion and such just like fire almost. And I didn't know what to do with it. I'm like, am I an activist? Am I this? Am I that? Like, I don't even know. But in terms of like the guidance and the messages, like even my dreams, like I would have dreams where someone was going to pass away from cancer and then 2 months later it would happen and they weren't even diagnosed yet so like everything that was coming through i knew it was always true but i'm like i don't know what to do with this and it for me it was never how do i trust this or not it was how do i navigate this like what do i even do with this and so for there was a period of my life where i didn't tell anybody anything and i would get these messages of like this person's going to die this person's going to get hurt this is going to happen this is going to happen And I just kept them all within. And I learned how to communicate with, I guess, the pinnacle. At the time, I just called it energy, the universe, to only send me messages that can support those for their highest good. And that I don't want to be the one delivering these like really – hard messages to share and I don't want to interfere in people's family lives and like without being invited first and I got very very clear on my boundaries of if I'm going to have information about someone send them to like to me have them come to me and ask me a question so that I can share it. I'm not going to go and like tap on people's backs and be like, "Hey, guess what? I, I had a dream about this. Uh good luck. There you go." Like so I have always, always, always trusted because it has been my life since the time that I was young. I've never had to question it ever because it just, it's so real for me and it is so, so, I don't even know how to explain it in that sometimes I don't even feel like I'm living on earth. And that might sound like, what what are you talking about? But there are many times, even just in the past year, where I have felt like I have one foot in one dimension and one foot in this one, and it's more so a struggle as to how to be here fully and receive these messages and do something with them, Um And I know my north node is grounding, like it's something that I've really come here to learn as to how to be on this earth and how to ground in this earth and and just be here. That being said, I can respect and understand if you have difficulty trusting because the world has been set up in such a way for you to not trust yourself. You have been told from the time you were little, trust your parents, trust the doctor, trust the teacher, ask an adult, Like ask, 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 ask. And then as you grow, it's like, okay, find a mentor, find inspiration, find someone, go volunteer somewhere, find, find someone to look up to. If you want to do something, you have to find someone who's already done it. And then you have to study them and do stuff like them, throw that in the garbage. And that's going to take a lot of work within yourself to be like, okay, I'm going to undo this. I'm going to undo this. it's important to have inspiration. Yes, of course. But know that the inspiration you have is because you're looking at a mirror of yourself. Anything that inspires you is giving you a remembering of something within you already. It's like if you haven't uncovered your purpose and your gifts in this life, and you're just kind of like, I don't even know where I'm going, I don't know. Just start to ask yourself, what do you like? What inspires you and why? And then go from that point and be like, okay, everything I look at that I like is a mirror reflecting back to myself that it's possible. If I see someone that is inspiring to me, it's not because I'm supposed to be exactly like them. It's because something within them, a quality they have is reminding me that I have that as well. And not only that you have that as well, but that your soul is experiencing the highest vibration of you in that moment and you're picking up on that frequency and believing in yourself and then turn away. Because if you study that person for too long, you're gonna stray farther and farther and farther and farther and farther away from yourself and farther from that trust that you need to have within yourself. And as those messages are coming through the line for you, they're designed for you, for you to pick up, no one else. So as soon as you connect into, okay, I'm inspired by that, I like that, I know I have to work on that, um, this is something that's me, that's something that's me, and then connect back into yourself and be like, I'm just going to commit to me right now. I have these random puzzle pieces of things that I've collected and like, and now I'm going to ask for that guidance and commit to these messages that are coming through the line. Maybe that means doing a line activation two times a day and then getting your journal out or getting your voice note recorder out and just talking and just writing. And some people are like, well, I only get one word. I only get a feeling. I only get this. I only get that. That's a clue. Be grateful for every single thing that comes through because that's a clue. If you get a word that says something like move forward or or an idea of be still, There you go. There's the action to take. Be still. It's not time to move forward. Be still. Continue to ask questions. Continue to learn. And you can begin to trust yourself by taking action on these messages that you receive through the line or using a journal through the day and writing things down or your notepad in your phone. Like go for a walk and whatever thoughts come to your mind, just write them down. Just start tracking these these messages that are coming through, start tracking them. Even if you think, oh, that just came from my mind. It's not important. Write it down anyway. And then when you start taking action on these things that are coming through and you start to notice subtle and then bigger and then bigger and then bigger changes in your life, you begin to trust yourself. And you're like, wow, I did all of that because I was taking action on the messages that were coming through for me, not because a mentor told me to do it, not because someone else told me to do it, but because I received that guidance and I took that action. And now I can take ownership over everything I've created because I did it because I trusted myself.
0: Ooh, A- Thank you, <laughs> B. You were talking about droplets earlier in this episode that we receive. Um, that the Palladians told you about the water drops that we mm-hmm. receive, and the more we listen to those little subtle droplets, uh, the less thirsty. The more, um, the more satisfied we become along our journey, and versus being so thirsty and just needing. Mm-hmm more what you did say though is like it is it can be so subtle mm-hmm. and so see it's interesting i think that's so important that you said to write it down and to actually take action on that is huge and take action for yourself is extremely relevant when it comes to not only trusting your intuition, but also upholding promises you continuously make to yourself. That's one way where we can develop confidence on a human psychological level, Mm -hmm. Um, aka trust ourselves, aka we have the confidence and trust in ourselves that we can pretty much accomplish anything because we've been able to prove it over and over again whereas when we make a promise to ourselves that we don't keep a lot of inner battles begin to come in so the little droplets subtle droplets that come in and to no matter if you think it is just a thought or um, an actual delivered message i think that's so important to write it down and to take action for yourself for yourself, that's a huge, huge piece. Mm-hmm. For yourself, that trust strengthens, and that trust is, has always been there, but just strengthens in your human mind as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And some people will wonder, well, what's the difference between my mind and the messages that are coming through the line that I'm receiving? And I've always said, does it matter? Because you're a physical body and an energetic body, you're you're living in harmony with this energy. So, does it matter? If it's come from your mind or if you receive this message, most likely it's come from the the line and you're picking it up. But how you can determine is that the messages through the line are always for your highest good. They're always, 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 always for your highest good. That doesn't mean that they won't push you out of your comfort zone. That doesn't mean that they won't ask you to do something that you haven't done before or that might make you feel a little uncomfortable, but they'll always give you some kind of relief, some kind of like, oh, right, that is what I need. Oh, that is what I need. Maybe I don't want to do it, but that is what I need. Um, I did a reading for someone one time. Actually, this happens all the time, but I did a reading for someone. This came is just an um, an idea that I'm remembering right now, or a story that I'm remembering, um, the whole reading was about this woman reorganizing her life and like reorganizing her time, her finances, everything. And it came down to like, she felt really dark about so many commitments in her life. So she watched a lot of TV of like violent shows and like cop shows and stuff. She ate food that didn't support her body and and she felt like like gut issues because she just felt that like that heavy energy all the time but they focused in the reading they focused on her closet and the pinnacle always focused on closets and fridges and it's just so interesting to me because they're like how do you feel when you go into your closet? And she's like, I don't feel good at all. And they're like, how do you feel? Like, do you feel like your clothes make you feel like the highest version of yourself? Do you feel like you're represented in there? And they kept saying, you need to organize. You need to organize. You need to pick things up off your floor. Like, the whole reading was that. And then at the end, she was just laughing. And she's like, every day this whole week, because I read for her on like a Thursday or Friday. She's like, every single day, every time I get in my car, I get the message of go buy the book. Um, tidying up by that Marie Kondo book. Go buy that book. Go buy that book. And she's like, I don't know why I'm being told to buy that book. I don't even watch her show. Like, Why do I keep wanting to buy that book? And then she has this reading. It's like, tidy up, organize your life. And that like just helps propel the the steps going forward. And this happens all the time in readings where people are like, I've received that guidance, but I didn't take it because I thought like, well, why would I do that? Mm -hmm. It's developing trust in those messages that may not seem significant, but they are a water droplet, like all of them.
0: They're water droplets. I love that. Listen to the water droplets. Mm -hmm. This is from Eproc Fitz, and she asks, how do you know when you're in the Akashic Records? Should there be a noticeable shift? I think that's such a good question.
1: It is such a good question, and I'm hesitant to answer it because – again, when you compare yourself and your experience to somebody else's, you're straying away from yourself. So please trust with what is within yourself and the feeling that you feel when you go into the records. Are you doubting yourself so much that you're not able to experience what you're feeling? I mean, in the book that i read, it's recommended that you open the records every single day for six weeks and just sit there And don't expect anything to come. Just sit there. Sit there for like 20 minutes or something. Just sit there and experience what it is to to feel that. I didn't do that. I opened them and started right away. And that's not necessarily what you're going to do. Or maybe you're going to start right away. Maybe you're going to sit there. Maybe you're going to get used to it. But treat it like a practice, not something you're a master at right away. That being said, I will answer the question, but I don't want you to compare yourself to me because I incarnated in this life to work with the records. So of course I had a different experience, but, um, every time I enter, I, my third eye, as soon as I sit down with a client, it like just starts pulsing so, so, so much. Like it's just vibrating, pulsing. And then while I say the prayer, um, I'm sorry, you heard my little elephant there. she's three, and she runs around, and so that probably picked up and so it was, just it, was so that for it was so subtle it
0: was so subtle
1: when I say the prayer, my crown of my head begins to tingle a lot, and then I get a tingling down the my spine, and then by the time the records are open, I have fully. Fully elevated into a different frequency. I'm and different dimension. I'm present in this one in that I can feel my body, I can open my eyes and look around. I, I like I'm I'm still here, but I'm somewhere else as well. And it is a very, very noticeable, noticeable shift for me. When I told this to Linda Howe, who channeled the Pathway Prayer, and that's what I use for now. She said to me, I said, like, is this the same for you? And she said, do you think that people go up to Michael Jordan and ask, is this how it feels to play basketball? Am I going to feel the same way? She's like, you can't, you can't compare. She's like, Ashley, you've been born with a gift, but everybody has a gift. And so you cannot compare. And she wouldn't tell me. She's like, I'm not going to tell you what it feels like when I'm in the records because you're going to compare yourself to me. So I tell you this. With caution, and that do not compare yourself to me. And I know I can't control that, but please, please know that that's my experience and you are designed to have your own experience.
0: Yep. I 1000% am so glad that you said that because people do always compare, but every person's inner voice, every person's droplets, every person's experience with everything in this is so different. And so to not compare with honestly anything. Also, I love that you said when you access records, are you doubting yourself so much that you're not allowing yourself to just experience? I think that's so crucial for all of us to just really understand is You know, what, what, where's that doubt coming from when we start to experience it and then just shift that doubt to, all right, I'm just going to experience whatever I'm experiencing right now. I'm not going to try to force anything or make anything happen. This is just, this is the experience right now. And this is me receiving it in my own way.
1: Yeah. And there might be a lot of fears wrapped up into what is going to come through. And that is completely understandable. And that's why our program, How to Read the Akashic Records with the Pinnacle comes with our Clear the Line Release Fear workshop as a prerequisite so that you can work through any fears that you might have and begin to just unravel that because a lot of people will start doing this work or start working with the records and like, I feel nothing, I feel nothing, nothing's coming through. I said, well, what are you afraid of? Like, are you afraid to see yourself? Because when you open your own records, you're just learning about yourself on a deeper level. So what are you afraid of learning about? Like what is what is, what is preventing you from allowing yourself to surrender? And usually then when they go through that um, release fear workshop, they discover the fears that they have and they're most likely from past lives. Like there will be something wrapped up there and they'll work through that and then they'll enter the records and they'll be like, okay, now I have the clarity because I'm not – coming in with all of this fear and all this, like, tension of, like, what am I going to find out? What am I going to find out? What am I going to find out? Which you have to be open. So that's important to note as well. And love yourself wherever you are. Just, like, it's a journey. It's a ride. You're not supposed to be perfect at all. If we were perfect, we wouldn't be human. So yeah, just love yourself <laughs> for it.
0: What is perfect anyway? This is a good question from May Sunshine Exo to piggyback off that. She asks, Is the Akashic Record something you have to work up to in order to access?
1: That is individual for everybody. As I shared my experience, even though I didn't think I was working up to it, I was because everything is divinely timed and I did an enormous amount of inner work before I started working with the records. So very briefly, I think I told some of this story on the first episode, so I won't really tell it now, but I had a job, got pregnant, lost my job, was pregnant without a job, had a baby, through that time of having like being pregnant, stopped drinking, of course, and really changed my focus on so many things. So then my friendship circle changed. So then the way that I spent my time changed, my boundaries got higher. I really got in tune with my body and my energy. Then I have this baby, which I've learned just when you bring a child into the world, your energetic frequency shifts so much. And sometimes your physical body has a difficult time catching up to that, which can, given the human label of postpartum anxiety or depression. And I experienced that. So I did all of that inner work to move through that. By the time I got to the records, I had done like Mount Everest amount of inner work all within the span of two years. And so I was already so close. And yet now I look back and I'm like, wow, I've done Mount Everest like three times since, but I was so much closer at that point to my authentic self and to my voice that I was ready to enter the records. It is the intention and level of awareness that you have of yourself and the why behind what are you, why are you doing it? Everybody is going to come at this at a different journey, a different angle, a different, like a different story, But if you don't feel like you're open enough and you can't surrender and you can't let go and release and you have all these distractions and all of this tied up with it, yeah, you'll most likely have a bit of a harder time, but that's okay because you can work with it and work through it. As I said, it's a practice and that's also like then start with clearing the line and understanding where all these distractions are and where you're putting your energy and start trusting how to receive these subtle droplets of water that are coming through the line so that you understand just what all of this is like. Like that whole, our workshop, the four workshops of the Clear the Line program essentially teach you how to live in the line. They build off one another. And by the end, you understand like living in the line, this is a lifestyle and the work that comes with that. And then that will support you also in, Working with the Akashic Records, if that's what you're interested in.
0: Ooh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that a lot of people are convinced that, yeah, maybe accessing this line is not so difficult after all, that there is a it's possible for everybody. And mm-hmm. not only is it possible, but it will be extremely helpful along our journeys. Mm-hmm. This person asked you. How her daily life, so when I ask, you know, any cues for Ashley, V Patton 1022 asks, How her daily life looks like living in the line. I love Ashley, she's my absolute fave.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks, V Patton. I know who that is because we send DMs uh, to each other. Cute. So, thank you. <laughs>
0: um,
1: living in the line for me, well, my daily life, I guess I can tell you, I'll do like a regular. Well, my work days are different than my non-work days. So Ben, my husband, and I um, run our business, Align Within, from our home, and we have a three-year-old daughter who is highly sensitive, um, very, very gifted, but with everything in the world, there's polarity, and with those gifts comes a lot of fears, and right now um, she's navigating through a ton of fears and just a lot of stuff, and so currently... It's winter when I wake up, um, whenever she wakes up. Sometimes that's 7, sometimes that's 8, sometimes that's 8.30. Um, We wake up and we play and have breakfast. Um, If I have readings, I will do my readings. If I don't, Ben is usually working or we're going to do something as a family and we'll just hang out. We'll go um, right now she's really afraid of the wind. So we're not really going out that much, but when she's not, we'll go out for a walk. Or we'll go to a park or a coffee shop. We have really slow days. Like through the day, I'm just taking care of her. Um, and if anything, a child really supports you in being present because she demands my full on attention, And then we like kind of shuffle her back and forth through the day and I'll do some work in the afternoon or Ben will do some work in the afternoon and then we'll have dinner together and then we'll put her to sleep. And in the evening is when I get most of my work done, like I'll record a podcast episode or I'll work on something that we have coming up. Um, And... Or I'll write a book because we write a book, write the book. We just uh, announced that we have a book coming out um, or I have a book coming out. Um, But I guess in terms of living in the line, I'm just so, so committed to the messages that I receive that I will change my mind in an instant. I will flow with whatever comes through. Like I really, really will. I have very high boundaries of my time and my energy. Um, I really only do what I want to do and I know that that might sound like a luxury, but it's how I've built my life and how we've, we've worked hard to get to this point where we just do what we want to do and that's always been one of my like lines, like I want the freedom to do what I want to do. I go for walks at least once a day and often I open the records while I'm on my walk and I just ask for guidance and follow what comes through. Um. Yeah, I think that though living in the line is just receiving the messages as they come, writing them down, taking action on them, pushing myself for growth. I live with such an elevated awareness of my existence um, as myself, as the face of this business, as a parent, as a wife. I'm very, 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 very highly, highly aware of my existence and the messages coming through the line. And I guess also just that my frequency will not be received by everybody and that's okay. And I am following what I am given and I'm trusting in that. And I'm also trusting and knowing that those who are in a match of this frequency will receive it. And those who are not won't. And I'm completely neutral on that and I've made such peace with it and I enter every interaction I have with love and the highest intention that I can bring.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I think that that peace with that frequency is a message for all to know that as long as you are being true to those droplets, those pings living in the line for you and for your family for whatever is true for you um and so that aligns you with whatever frequency it is that is perfect as is that's beautiful as is and to be okay that not everybody might you know resonate with it and it might even just be they're not resonating Mm -hmm. with it now but who knows in the future Mm -hmm. i think that this is perfect to ask southern wildflowers ask when is the new book coming out january 2022 Woo! 2022
1: yeah at first I was like wow that's a really long time away and then I'm like no that's perfect I yeah. signed the contract at 3 33 p.m <gasps> on January 22nd of 2020 so I was like it's perfect that it's coming out January 2022
0: congrats that's amazing and it does take a lot of time for books to release it does yeah. It
1: does. That awesome. i have a hunch that the new prayer will be in it like i feel of like of course i just have that hunch yeah
0: <laughs> i have that knowing just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um, and then how would you advise the your own magic listeners to create their own magic and it will probably be different than what you said before yeah, what I don't.
1: I don't remember what I said before. Um, I love when that happens. Yeah, I just advise you to create your own magic by receiving those messages through the line and knowing that they're for you, and that your purpose on this planet is exactly what we need. We every person needs you to show up as your authentic self, which is your magic. And to just be you, like it's, it's so, so important in a world where we're told to look for other people, to find someone else, to see it, to believe it, just follow those messages through the line, be you, yes, find inspiration, but really, really trust that you're here on purpose and you don't need someone else to give you that permission or give you that belief to do it. You, you're here for a reason. So create your own magic.
0: Hmm, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you said before was not only in part one, but also in a recent episode where I just collected a lot of amazing guests that answered that last question and I just put it all in one episode and you were on that. So that was, I think, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I wasn't in Instagram to really promote it much, but you know what? I'll definitely re-promote that at some point. (laughs) Yeah. (gasps)
1: Yes. Saw that one. And I was like, oh, cool. That looks fun. So many fun people.
0: I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Is there anything else you want to share where everyone can find you and all that? Um. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me
1: back. I absolutely loved sharing with you and chatting with you. And the Your Own Magic community is just so full of love. Like, Thank you, everyone who's listening, who's reached out and who's come over to hang out with us, The with line Within, you're so appreciated. And I'm just so, I was so touched by how beautiful your community is. It's really, really special. And just thank you, Raquel and everyone listening. Um, if you aren't already aware, I am at ALN Within on Instagram. Our website is alnwithin.com. And we have a new podcast before I had manifest this, but I received through the line to close that out, leave it in 2019. And we have the line podcast with Ashley Wood that just started in the very beginning of January. So you can find that show. And then we have a Facebook group called Align Within Soul Circle on Facebook. And it's a beautiful place where people are exploring work with the line, any curiosity they have about life, energy, spiritual awakenings, all of that. And it's so supportive and just such a beautiful place. And yeah, I guess also in February, we're going to be promoting our past life workshop. There's going to be a little discount on that right now. We have our clear the line workshop on for 25% off until the end of January. January 31st is when it ends. Um, so that's clear at checkout for 25% off. And yeah, just lots of fun stuff
0: coming up. So if you're interested, just follow along and hang out and I appreciate you. Mm, and I feel that appreciation for them for this yeah, community. And they have one week for that discount, which is amazing. Also, when you did say that they are these loving souls, I just had tears in my eyes because it's like what is it about this community I don't know but it is so full of love and so supportive and so yeah
1: (laughs) the messages I've received from people the emails the comments like just so much love and so much support and I just I feel it all through me and I receive it so much and I just will give it back in any way that I can so thank you
0: (sighs) thank you (laughs) thank you Ash Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode today. I am honored to provide this for you and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL. (laughs) But also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks, my Instagram, which I am finally active on is at Raquel Mantra. That is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments but also send love back to you because why not and then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals high-vibing individuals to to raise your vibrations feel free to join us in the your magic secret facebook group that will also be left in the show notes and feel free to browse your own magic life. I have some free guided meditations on there, and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service, is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is forty-four dollars and forty-four cents USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations and. The most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state. For example, like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state, along with others like activating your third eye or short, simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings, which I love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so I can be more creative in my day. In addition to that, other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals, yada yada. (laughs) Anyway, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.